Thank you for joining us for this episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros who work for themselves, like me, Michelle Kane, and my company Voice Matters, and my wonderful co-host, Karen Swim of Solo PR Pro. Hi, Karen. How's your day today? (laughs) Oh, I'm so good, Michelle. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a little... A little bit toast, had some major client events happen this weekend and towards the end of the week, it seems like everything is decided to happen in in the same two-week period, which in this business is often beyond our control, so we tend to roll with it and get through (laughs) as best we can, so um, yeah, how about you? Same. It feels like October has been, you know, we know that the for us, the fall is usually busy, but I agree with you. It feels like there's all of a sudden like 10 things happening on every day. There's, you know, meetings. There have been like so many more meetings to go to, so many more events, some of them all happening within the same, you know, set of days. And, you know, I think that that's probably a good segue into our topic today too. Yes, yes it is. We're going to talk about which something we've we've we touch on often and we we're pretty sure there's reasons for that. You know, mental health, especially for those of us who work in the PR industry, the the personality type that it takes to do this job, you know, you're someone who's conscientious you know, always concerned about getting the details correct and and usually the one balancing all of the plates in the air and the many moving parts of things, not just for yourself and your business, but on behalf of your clients. So after a while, that tends to take a toll and we need to be cognizant of that. You know, I speak more of a, from more of a viewpoint of hopefulness about this, but try and plan for that as part of the planning process that we do for our work. I think it's so helpful to also have people that can help to pull you out of a spiral. Sometimes just saying things out loud to another human being who truly gets the work that you do in the same way that we, you know, talk to our friends, but many of us have friends that are not in our business. And so they can empathize on one level, but it really does help. So you know, even if it means just hopping on a Zoom meeting with, you know, a fellow colleague and just having a virtual coffee and just chatting about stuff, just voicing it out loud can make you feel, it can make you feel like you're not the only one struggling. It, it reaffirms us and it has a way of energizing us. And I know I recently just came to a whole new understanding that I am a big overthinker. I overthink everything. And in my head, I'm always writing scenarios. And I I have been like that since I was a kid, which makes me great for PR, but it's not so great when you are trying to have a peaceful, stress-free life. It means that I have to work at that. And I have to sometimes tell myself to stop overthinking everything and stop running scenarios and just enjoy life. But it takes somebody else to say, like, don't overthink it because I will overthink everything. And I'm always like, okay, but what if this happens? And what if this happens? And I want to plan for all of it, like all of us do, because who we are. (laughs) Oh, totally, totally. You know, always thinking through, okay, well, if this happens, then what? 
you know, all the if thens and to be ready for as much of anything as you can. And, and yeah, and, and that totally bleeds into my personal life too. I like to have a plan because I like, I like the rest in knowing how a day is going to unfold. Not that I don't enjoy being spontaneous, even so it can be loose. It can just be, oh, we're going to go to Philly, hang out and have dinner. Then I know, okay, yeah, that's enough of a plan for me at the moment. <laughs> you know, I read this stat and it's from a study last year and they were saying that, or maybe it was 2021, they were saying that PR people feel guilty about taking time off from work for mental health reasons. And that breaks my heart because as business owners, you know, as communication professionals, we should never treat mental health like it's separate from our overall health. And and I know that many of us are also guilty of powering through everything, looking at my wonderful co-host over here who recently worked through illness, we will power through it all. COVID, pneumonia, broken bones, you know, I mean, seriously. And we have to stop doing that. I, it brings to mind Simone Biles, who at the top of her game, the GOAT, and she had to walk away from her job to take care of her mind. And she did. She lived her life. She walked away. No one even knew if she was coming back. And I understand that maybe some of you are thinking, well, she had the financial resources to be able to do that. But it still is a matter of being strong enough to choose yourself and to prioritize your own health and not continue to risk it day after day by by showing up with just fragments of yourself. And so maybe you don't take... what did she do? Take like a year or two off? She was I off for a couple so. of months. Yeah, and she got married. As <laughs> her freaking self, yeah. she came back and she blew through every record and became even greater. Yes. And I think that we need to keep that story in mind that it's okay to walk away. What does that look like for us who are solos? It means Maybe it means sharing work with another person. Maybe it means teaming up with a colleague. And even if you're not teaming up to work on every single account together, maybe it means teaming up as backup. Maybe you back up each other up. Maybe you form an agreement where it's like, hey, can you take the lead for me for a week? And you know, make sure that you keep the communications going. And, and I mean, it will take some work for you guys to, to develop a system, but Take some pressure off. If you have a junior person that's working with you, let them handle communications. Tell them, train them how to do things in your absence. A lot of times it's not about, because you don't have to set strategy every single day. There's a lot of tactical things that can keep trains running and on the tracks. Well, you take some downtime. Do not be afraid to walk away because I promise you, it's better to pull back and to care for yourself than to show up broken. Yeah, it's so true. And it was funny. I was I was speaking with someone last week. We've both recently had COVID. They got over theirs much more quickly. And I said, well, <laughs> you took off. I didn't. And I know that. I know that. And I think it's one of the the reasons we, I do that is because you think, ah, what's my work? I sit and I, I'm sitting at a keyboard. That's kind of restful. 
It's no, not. No, no. It's not. So do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> and I will share, you know, in full transparency that the past couple of years were really hard for me. You know, I lost a brother and I spiraled. I was having panic attacks. And then I went through a really bad depression. I just wasn't myself. And I made a decision with my colleague, Carolyn, because she also had had back to back. She lost both of her parents back to back. We were just at the end of ourselves. And so we made a decision not to do any business development. And we didn't. We just, you know, we took care of the clients that we had. We backed each other up. We, we do have other team members that we can tap into, but we just took care of ourselves. I needed every single second of that. And I share this because I'm not only a solo, I'm single and I am my only source of income. So it's kind of a big deal to pull the brakes and to let the chips fall as they may. And, And during that time, we did have clients that fell off. We had projects that ended. We had clients that had to pull back because of budgets And rather than operating in a place of fear and lack, I just trusted that it would all work out because I knew that I wasn't, I wasn't there yet. I wasn't ready. Well, and I think you knew deep down you were doing the right thing and and it does come to a point and, you know, I'll hold myself accountable to that too. It's like at some point you're, you can be doing a disservice by pushing yourself too hard, you know, also being single, it's scary to make that choice because it's like, Hey, it's just me, you know, pulling, scary, pulling this this wagon up the hill, but you can take breaks. You can, and I share that because I want people to know that that thing that you are so afraid of is really not that scary. I was my bank account exactly where I wanted it to be. Not exactly, but I also didn't end up homeless. I was able to still pay all of my bills. Life kept moving on and it was fine. So I am like many of you where I had that fear where I thought, oh, and a lot of times we push ourselves for those reasons. Like, I can't take off. You know, I got a, you know, I got a kid in college or kids in college or, oh my God, you know, what am I going to do? It's just me. I need to do. Sometimes you don't, you really don't. And you need to just take the time. And I took an extended time and I let a lot of things fall to the ground, unfortunately, you know, and and you have to let go of the guilt too, because it is what it is. I'm a human being. I'm not perfect. I didn't have it all together. I wasn't ready. I was not okay at all. I really was not okay. I think then, I think that was the wisest thing that you could have done for yourself. And I, we, we do talk about this a lot too, the difference in the generations. I think us, you know, being Gen X and silent, we still have that workhorse mentality yeah. of you got to do the things to get things done. And, and also speaking for myself, growing up in, in the faith community I grew up in, there was a lot of talk of grace and rest, but a whole lot of, well, we got to do all the things and we got to do them today and yeah. don't slack and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and I have, I am still actively unlearning that aspect because I know it, that is not correct. You know, you, you shouldn't yeah. be grinding yourself into the ground for others. That's not the whole point of this, <laughs> this, this life. Something desperately wrong. And I, you know, I, 
came to say this to myself, like, if you're nicer to other people than you are to yourself, there's something wrong because, you know, even the way that sometimes we speak to ourselves, we're, we're not very nice and we're not very good bosses to ourselves. And, and if you think of yourself as like, would I tell another person to work wounded? Would I tell someone, I don't care that you don't feel good today. I need you to just show up anyway. You would never say that to another human being. So why do we treat ourselves so horrifically? It's not, it's not okay. We should be kind to ourselves. And again, it's like some of us won't even take two days off to just breathe. The world will not fall apart if you take two days off. It just will not. Maybe something will get a little messy, you know, maybe you'll miss something, maybe you'll have to shift something around, but I promise you'll survive it. It it won't all die. You didn't build a business that is on sand. Hopefully you didn't. Like, is it that fragile that if you take two days off, the world is gonna fall apart? It really isn't. That's just in your own head. No, no, you know, and and if you tell yourself, oh, but it'll be so inconvenient on the other side, then you're you're trust. I've said that to myself. That's out of proportion too. It really is. We are not air traffic controllers. It may (laughs) feel like we are sometimes, but we are not. We are not heart surgeons. We are not ER physicians. And guess what? Even they have someone on call for them after hours. They do. Even they they will say, okay, I see you're not going to die in 36 hours. We will operate on you on Monday. So, you know, even, (laughs) and it's so true that, that, that recording in your head that you play for yourself is so important. And and the way that you motivate yourself is so important because I I used to do that too. I used to negatively motivate myself. Yeah. If I don't, then, uh, and that would give me what I needed to get through. And, you know, one day I just said, God, that's so stupid. Why am I doing this? This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And and like you said, I would never dream of treating anyone else like that. Yes. <laughs> because I would quit. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, sorry. Okay. You won't see me tomorrow. See me never. <laughs> and I mean, sometimes, you know, I went through a pretty serious thing. Maybe it's not that serious. Maybe you're just feeling burnt out. By the way, I went through that too. So after I got through all of the other hard stuff, then got a full on like whatever stage of life I'm in crisis, like full on, it was not pretty. And I was feeling super burned out from my job. And I thought that I just wanted to walk away. I just didn't even care. I'm like, I, I hate this. I cannot wait to be done with this. So, you know, there's, there's a trick for that too. And, and I think one of the common things is listening to that voice, listening to yourself, listening to your body and taking some time to get to the root cause and dealing with it. So for me, the burnout was because there were just things that I didn't like doing anymore. I didn't hate my whole job. It just didn't like certain tasks. And I could then look at them clearly and say, okay, well, I think I want a new plan and there's a new direction that I want to take. And so then understanding like what really energized me and paying attention to the things that I could just put my head down and do and time would just disappear because I was enjoying it. And and I listened to like what other people were telling me, like when they were saying, oh my God, you're so good at this. And when I lit up, so I found that light 
And then I started walking towards the things that gave me that light. And so if that's you, I encourage you to pay attention to what other people are saying, how you're feeling throughout your day as you're doing your day-to-day job. Are there things that you're just like avoiding and you're just like, oh God, I hate this. But then are there things that you're like, I love this. I love when I get to do this because lean into the things that make you passionate. and. It's okay. Like we talked about this last week. Michelle said it perfectly that when you're in traditional jobs, you change jobs every couple of years. Some some people every year. You don't do the same job year after year after year in the same exact way. It's okay to change it up. It really is. Lean into things that really make you happy. And that is going to be different in different years of your life, in different parts of your life. There are things that you're going to love. And then maybe you don't love them anymore. And it's okay to change. It's fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, you were, we all change. You were a different person when you started your business. And I'm sure there were different reasons that we started our businesses, right? So, you know, we're going to change and give yourself that space. And even if, you know, you do need to hunker down and just get her done for a time. That doesn't have to become your standard mode of operation. Yeah. It's that huge adage, you know, we we train people how to treat us. And just surmounting that is so big. So yeah. big, especially in a business where you feel like you must be available or, you know, and, and always at the ready. Not Not always. Not always. Not no. Not everything's a crisis. It's 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 not horrible to establish those boundaries, and to just give yourself the space that you need. I completely agree, and you know, listen to other people who have been through this that are outside of this profession. I, if you want to Google Clarence Bethia, he is a former client and a friend and has been such an inspiration because he is an entrepreneur who really went through a period of depression. And he is so open about what he went through as a founder and the pressure of, you know, building a company and everything that was on the line. And he's one of the most inspirational people that you will ever meet. He's fantastic. So you know, even people that are not in the communication industry, they get it, you know, draw strength from what others have been through. Somebody else has walked a mile in your shoes already and can provide that guiding light, but we don't want people to just be out there alone and hurting. I would also say that, you know, one of the the big reasons that we created Solo PR Pro in the first place is that so that you had community. So you really are not alone. You do not have to be a paying member of our community to reach out to us and get support. We're we're still colleagues. We get it. And again, just sometimes sitting down with somebody or reaching out to somebody to say, I just feel over it. What can I do? How do I get past this? really helps to get past it. And, and Michelle, you talked about hunkering down. I feel like hunkering down to do the things that are necessary becomes a lot easier when you're planning to lean more into that thing that makes you happy because you always flip that switch right away, but you can make the mental switch where you're like, Oh my God, I found it. I found the thing that is like making me so happy right now. And as you're working on that thing and working on the pivot, the other things sort of then become less important. And I think it's because in our mind, we know 
that we're not with it. Like, okay, I'm not stuck doing this forever. Yeah. So I yeah. can get done. <laughs> yeah. And it all comes down to, you know, just a basic notion of, you know, always have something to look forward to. How often don't we do that? How often don't we just make those little plans of, you know, even if it's one thing a week. And again, I'm not saying it because I'm an expert at it. I'm saying it because I need to do it too. <laughs> There's a proverb that says, I don't, okay, now I forget where it is, but it's basically that the absence of hope makes the heart sick. So what you just said is 100% true. Without hope, you can become super depressed and burned out. And and we lack hope when we allow ourselves to get down and tired and then we spiral. And then that's all that we see. And like, we just keep circling the drain and that that's not good. So we want you to be recharged, re-energized and excited about yeah. your professional life and your personal life. Absolutely. We, we so do. Well, we hope this has helped you. You know, if you're nodding your head through it all, you know, just please keep on keeping on and, and really carve out time for yourself. Just sit back and think you don't have to spend a whole day on it, even 15, 20 minutes, just have a little mental reset and, and reprioritize to get you through the day and then the week and, and on and on. And know that we are always here for you. And Solo PR Pro is here for you. And until next time, thanks for listening to That Solo Life.